Hey everyone, welcome to West New York Brews. My name is Scott, I'm a homebrewer just outside of Buffalo, New York. And on this episode, we're talking about what's going on in the Buffalo beer scene. Uh, this is the weekend of January 27th and 28th. We're recording this on Thursday, January 26th, talking about the Buffalo... I'm sorry, talking about the, yeah, the Buffalo beer buzz from January 25th. And with me, as always... Right, is Brian from the Buffalo Beer League. Welcome, Brian. I love that whenever you introduce me like that, you you have that spiel. You have it like you have it really down pat. I'm gonna you, I'm gonna write it down better too. <laughs> and then when you bring me on, it sounds like I'm like your like hilarious sidekick or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I would describe you. Hey, like my I'm, hilarious sidekick. Like I'm some kind of like madcap zany like morning talk show <laughs> DJ or some radio DJ. <laughs> Awesome. You need a nickname like Bulldog. You need a I, Bulldog. I when I was growing up, when I was growing up, because my last name is Campbell, um, yep. everybody called me Soup. Yeah, that Soupy. makes sense. Yeah. They, I mean, they called me, <laughs> me and my little brother. That was our, those were our nicknames. Hey, it's Scott and Soupy here in, <laughs> in the mornings. WNY Brews in the mornings with Scott and like, Soupy. That's, that's good. That, that rolls off the tongue. <laughs> All right. So... I am okay, hold on. You just drank. I want to know what that is. Yeah. I am drinking a Borderland tonight, which I mentioned and I'm happy to say is my favorite beer. Uh, not just local. It's it's my favorite beer. If I'm going for an occasion, and last night was I'm an elementary school music teacher. I've said that many times, but last night was was our concert, the last concert of the winter concert season. So I went out and I got myself a four pack of Borderland. Because you can't go to Friendly's anymore. You used to go to Friendly's after a concert. Friendly's is gone. So I got myself some Borderland. Uh, what are you drinking? So real real quick, before before I get into what I'm drinking, can, I, I hate to put you on the spot, but is there, is, there, is there a date? Is there a Boron date on that can? Is there a can date on it? Yeah. Should be, right? Uh, 1208. So uh, okay. December 8th. So let less it than says a, hi, a, <laughs> like hello hi. Well, hi hi, hi Matt and John from Forty Two North Friends yeah, of right? ours. Um, so not not bad, but I, the reason I ask is because Borderland is up there. I I have mentioned Pressure Drop Sticky Trees IPA. We talk about that a lot. Sticky Trees and Borderland are are like neck and neck. I would exactly. It was just that's exactly my point. Sticky Trees, in my opinion, is the best fresh beer you can get in Western New York. Mm-hmm. Borderland is a close second. Okay, I can't argue that. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean you're right. They're. I mean they're right there. It's. It's. It's very close. Yep. I might say Borderland then Sticky Trees, and you might say Sticky Trees and Borderland. We'd both be right. And then it, you know, and then it goes back to like what side of the IPA line do you fall on? Because yeah, you know, border, Borderland's a little, uh, a little. I don't want to say hate. Well, it is hazier, but it's a little more. Uh, it's a little more of a modern take on an IPA, whereas yeah. Sticky Trees is a traditional throwback West Coast. Anyways, this is seventy-two I... IBUs. Do you know what? Do you know what Sticky Trees is? IBUs. Ooh, no, I generally don't. that is, that is I'm a gonna, good I'm question. Look it up. Well, you tell us. Well, you tell us what you're drinking. I just opened a can of Windy Brew Porter. And it is uh, it is quite good. I've never I've not had this beer before. It's it's like it's a really nice traditional American style porter. It's uh, roasty, chocolatey, a lot of a lot of malt note in it, and it's nice. uh, it's got a really it's got a very nice flavorful body to it. Yeah, Windy Brew out there in Strikersville, right? Is that right? 
Yes, you got right. Yeah, twenty a twenty a out in Strikersville. Um, ninety percent of the time I drive past Windy Brew, I've got a thirty thirty foot camper behind me. Ah, and I have we have pulled to the side off the side of the road to the right rather than try to go into the uh, parking oh, yeah. lot. We've just pulled off the side of the road and I've run in and I've grabbed beer from Windy Brew. Um, but I, I, yeah, most of the time we just pass by because I'm like, I can't stop with this thing behind me. <laughs> they are uh, they are celebrating, which I'll write about in the coming weeks. They're celebrating their sixth anniversary soon. Sixth, that's crazy. I know, six years at the beginning of March. I think it's the first weekend in March. I'm hoping to be there that Friday because they're doing a cask. I don't know of what yet, though. Well, yeah, congrats to them out there. Nice. Yeah, they're good. They're good people up there, right? Uh, okay, so I looked up the sticky trees IBUs while while you're there. Do you want to guess? It's okay if you don't want to. I'll just tell you. No, just hit me. Yeah, it's forty five. Oh, I would have been way off. So forty five, <laughs> forty five for sticky trees and seventy two for Borderland. And I don't know if I would have if I would have thought that I would have if you told me the two numbers, I might have flipped them. I would have flipped him too, and I, I, there's a good chance I would have lost money on that bet. Yeah. Yep. So their West Coast style IPA uh, was among Pressure Drops' first beers when it was released in November 2017, and I, I think I mentioned it back on the podcast back then that this is uh, Sticky Trees might be the the beer that I introduce people to Buffalo beer on. Now, like, well, what kind of beer do you like? Well, I like IPAs. Well, come try a Sticky Trees. It might be a hay burner now just because of how ubiquitous it is and how easy right. it is to find it. I would say it I mean, if I had to venture a guess, it would say if it if I would say if it wasn't hay burner or say like Rusty Chain or Aviator Red. Depending on what prob- you're looking for. Yeah, it would be probably Resurgis's Bridge Pilsner is a beer yeah. I give is a beer I give I end up giving to a lot of people. Is that for people who like are coming from macros? You give them Bridge it, Pilsner? Yeah, because I if if I if I remember correctly, it's a lot of family members that I've done that yeah. with. And my my family, other than me, my older brother drinks craft, but not a lot. And uh, my old my oldest brother drinks craft, but he only drinks like he loves sours, so he usually only drinks fruited sours, which is weird because a lot yeah. of anyways, uh, a lot of a lot of my family members drink uh, macro, so usually it's it's a pilsner or a haber. My, I mean, my my dad and my brother really only drink Budweiser. But if I bring over Hayburner, they'll drink it, surprisingly enough. Nice. Um, yeah, you're doing you're doing the world a service. You're doing your family a service. <laughs> I'm trying. I, I really am. Because I every time I go home, my my mom always has my articles from the Buffalo News hang, cut out and hanging oh, on the fridge. Awesome. Right. I, I know I'm I'm 41 years old and my mom still <laughs> hangs my my mom still hangs my work on the on the fridge. But every time I go home. I always say to my dad, I'm like, you guys only drink Budweiser here, but yet you have articles about craft beer hanging all over the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have one six pack right now. They have one six pack of Southern tier two Xmas for me, just, <laughs> just from, at the house for, for when I come over from this year. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. No, well, it's, good. It, I know you hear those stories a lot about people who go to their parents' <laughs> house and they have all this old beer, but no, yeah, that's, it's fresh. Nice. Um, oh, I was going somewhere. So sticky trees. Uh, I was I was on a nice place to brew podcast 
for weeks and weeks when when everything shut down for the for the pandemic. Uh, when we were shut down, when no one wanted to leave their house, you and I, we recorded once a week. We did. And I recorded once a week on a nice place to brew podcast, and they're out of Chicago. Wait a second. Did I know this? You I might have. I, I don't think I knew this. No. No. Did we do did we do Malort on this podcast yet? No, you wanted to, but we never got around to okay. it. Okay. All right. So they sent us Malort and I sent them a care package from Buffalo, including um by the way, this was not a, a one-to-one trade because Malort is <laughs> terrible. That so I've heard. And I sent them good stuff. I sent them <laughs> I sent them sponge candy. I sent them Loganberry. Not resurgence Loganberry, like actual Loganberry. Actual Loganberry, yes. And I sent them sticky trees and a few other things that I can't remember off off the top of my head. But I, I sent, oh, a Minky Boodle and a couple wow. other local beers. Like, hey, try these. And sticky trees was the IPA I chose to send. Of course. For that podcast. And they had nice things to say about that, too. <laughs> so... Again, Borderland is the one that I go for when I'm when I'm looking to celebrate something, but Sticky Trees is the one I sent. Sorry. Looping back 20 minutes now. Right. <laughs> and they sent you that that sounds like a hell of a care package. Of course, I'm I'm biased, but and they sent you Malort and that's all they well, sent they, you. They sent me a whole 750 milliliters of Malort, which I still have. I was just going to say how much of it do you have left? <laughs> half we still have half and it's only it would be more than half if i didn't just give it to everybody who comes to my house like you should try this hey (laughs) and i always get some video of them and they're like oh in chicago we all know it's terrible it's kind of a joke and uh i was trying to think of what i actually i posted on twitter two years ago what do we know in buffalo is terrible what's a buffalo thing that's terrible that we all know is terrible and it's like a joke and and there's really nothing. Huh. Like there are things that people don't like, but it's there's nothing that's that's legit terrible. Like some people are like, well, I don't like Loganberry. I'm like, well, I, yeah. other people do. There yeah, are some right. people are like, I don't like sponge candy. Some people love it. You know what I mean? I would. I'm trying to think. I don't know what what would be close to that. Like, I would say something like chimes. But chimes. Chimes but that's isn't, Canadian, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's Canadian. That's not a true Buffalo thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if we, have, I don't think we have anything. Not, not off the top of my head, at least. Chimes is probably the closest. But, but then again, like you said, every it's all subjective because I like chimes. I like chimes too. <laughs> <laughs> you guys introduced me to chimes, and I, I kind of do dig it. It's for twelve bucks. Yeah, I Great. blame. Uh, I mean, it's it's very easy to cast blame there. It's it's Bobby Bobby from Good Bar. It's his yeah. fault. Got to have Bobby on again. Oh, he he texts me frequently asking when he wants to be on because he's got Thursday he told nights. Me, Thursday he told nights me, at nine. Well, he told me he's got he's got a whole list of characters that he wants to bring on this podcast on he's, Thursdays <laughs> at nine. It's I that mean, easy. Let's do this. I know. I'm I'm here. All right, I'm going to jump into the Buffalo Beer Buzz, which you can always find on buffalobeerleague.com and at stepoutbuffalo.com. Yes. Uh, and since I'm drinking a Borderland, let's start with uh, the Barrel Jam. Oh, no better place to start. Which is coming up February 4th. Tell me all about it. 
So this, yeah, this is coming up uh, a week from this Saturday. It's the third annual Barrel Jam. It's a a barrel age beer festival. It happens outside. Well, actually, not just outside. It happens all around the Forty Two North Campus. They call nice. it the campus. The campus. Um, but it's so it's a it's a barrel age beer festival. They bring in all kinds of breweries from around uh, around New York State to pour to pour bur- uh, barrel aged everything, um, beer, cider. Uh, there's all kind, yeah, bur- yeah, barrel aged cider, barrel aged beer, mead. I think this year because right, I think so. The beer list is. We'll get to that in a second, but uh, and then every style you could imagine: farmhouse ale, sours, porter, stout. Um, pretty much every everything you could want barrel aged is quads. You know, everything you could want is at this festival. Plus, nice. it's just a, it's just a cool atmosphere, right? Everything Forty Two North does is a cool atmosphere. I will be there again this year for I've been there both years. This will be my, you know, this will be the third year, obviously, but I'm really mm-hmm. looking forward to it. Saturday, February 4th. Let me, I'm looking at my calendar as, as I'm talking <laughs> because you know, that's good. That's good radio. Oh, that's a friend's dinner. Once a month we get together with my friends from high school and, and we have a dinner and that's friend's dinner. Which we typically do um, Super Bowl Sunday, but I think we're moving it a, a week up. Um, plus, Scott, uh, I yep. don't mean to call you on the carpet, but you are you are a father. You are a working father. Yes. This is Barrel Jam is the day before the Brewers Invitational, which we'll get to later in the article. But we are also going to the Brewers Invitational. So we could are. you could you do two beer festivals in one weekend? No. <laughs> No, <laughs> could I? Could I as a as a human? Maybe I might. I might die. Like I don't mean to to uh, sound flippant on that. I wouldn't literally die. I would just be hungover. Um, and that's not to say I would drink to excess. That's right, just I get hungover much quicker now. I know that. Yep. And um, yeah, doing two in a row. No. Uh, but I would also not be able to do that because because my kids are 12 and 9, and they're not totally independent at 12 and 9. <laughs> uh, there will be a time when they're totally independent, and, right. and Sam and I can do stuff again. <laughs> but as it is, we're currently, we're like taxi cabs for our kids. Ah, uh, Emma, most likely, but I'm giving out all sorts of information tonight. She probably has a uh, gymnastics competition that weekend. Uh, and my son is probably at a scout camp, and uh, I'm going to be driving one of them to one of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, my wife and I don't have kids, but we have many nieces and nephews. And mm-hmm. from like karate, uh, band, gymnastics, dance, uh, Girl Scouts. Oh, what yeah. Am I forgetting. I mean, it's just the list just goes on and on of, of things they're involved in. I mean, we're recording late tonight because I was out with my kids. Uh, my son's in a musical. So that's awesome, right? Yeah, you did great. It was a great musical. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Where do you want to jump to? Let's jump to. Uh, hold on. We're not. We're not done with Barrel Jam yet. No. Okay. What do you got, Mark? So the point of this article, the point of me including Barrel Jam in this article is they released the full beer list. Yeah, and you've got a whole article on it, right? Yes, I have a full feature article at the website. Go to buffalobeerleague.com. You can read. Every beer and cider that's going to be that that'll be there from uh from all the breweries, cideries, and meaderies. 
And uh, and th- we have a link right on the website. You can buy tickets too. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, wow. It's a long list too. Holy cow. Yes. Yeah, that, that's... Uh, like yeah, you're eight, not going to get cheated. in the 20 things here. Yeah, you're not going to get cheated. I've been there, like I said, I've been there both years. And even both years, I... I don't even try to drink everything. You can't do it. Holy like, cow. Drink, like, it's just they're little samplers, like three to five ounce samplers, but you can't drink everything. Not if you're going to make it home. Nope. I'm going to need, I'm going to need a ride to this one, but I'm, I'm at the invitational the next day. So I don't think I can make it out to this one, but yeah, brewery Ardennes has, has a barrel aged quadruple for 8.9%, 9.9% from CBW. 15% from Eli Fish. <laughs> that has to be the highest, right? 15? Yeah, uh, KCBC has a has a Imperial Stout aged in Elijah Craig barrels, 14 and a half. 14 and a half right there. Uh, Lucky Hair has two 12 percenters. Holy cow. Uh, Prison City has an 11. Look at the entire list at, at buffalobeerleague.com. Thin Man has a 14.1. Oh, it's an awesome Jenkins. Nice. Yeah, I think it's a Four Roses and Buffalo Trace. Did I get that right? Yeah, I think that's right. No, wait. Hold on. No, wait. That's a different. No, that's the Barrel Age Wham Whams from Prison City. Okay. Thin Man is uh, aged in uh, Willet Willet Bourbon. Willet Barrels. Yep. Fourteen point one. So yeah, fifteen is the highest here. Is that an award that they can win? It should be an award. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Eli Fish, Willet, Imperial Stout, aged in a Willet bourbon barrel for 18 months, currently unreleased at 15% ABV. Whew. Yeah. yeah. Get yourself an Uber for that one. Yeah, and I talked to my friends that uh, Wildies Brewing from Brooklyn is coming. I'm friends, I'm friends with a husband and wife that own it. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking to uh, Lindsay Steen, who uh, the, the one of the owners this morning, and she said to look out for their beers because she said they have a fruited farmhouse ale. Oh, yeah, Adult okay. Set Noir. Barrel aged dark farmhouse ale with cherries, uh, food or aged. So she she said that beer is immaculate. That I need to try that. I'm like, you, I'm already sold. Yeah, right. Nice. Uh, then let's go to the ones that are this weekend. Uh, for example, the pair of big ditch beers return this weekend. Um, their popular brews in Cyclops Romance IPA and Excavator Brown Ale was Excavator. Was that not on for a while? It, well, what happened was they, you know, th- that used to be one of their flagship ales, or yeah. ales, flagship beers. And then they uh, they stopped canning it, and then it was available on draft, and then it went away completely. I um, didn't realize that. Yeah. And now they're bringing it back, and then it's they're, it's making its debut in 16-ounce cans. Oh, nice. 16-ounce cans are nice. Four-pack, assuming. Yeah, you know, I, I go back and forth. You know, sometimes I really like 16-ounce cans. Sometimes I, all I want is a 12-ounce can. I guess... I guess it depends on your mood. Yep. And how many you want to drink. Also true. At this point, with the Bills out of the playoffs, I, I'm i happy to drink the big ones again. <laughs> Couple that's, a night. That's a good way to look at it. I was drinking the small ones because you want to drink during the game and you want to have a bunch. You want a pregame. Right. You want to have a bunch. Um, and I take full credit for the loss. Um, I had been doing a different Bills beer every week. Okay. And then this one, my daughter had a gymnastics competition, and there was no beer served, and I couldn't bring in a Bill's beer, and I didn't drink any Bill's beer during the game, and I take full credit for that. I the don't loss know. is on me. 
Scott, I, I hate to break it to you, but I don't know if you not drinking a Bills beer was the reason they lost that game. I can't say it wasn't the reason they <laughs> lost that game. You, you know, it's, it's funny that you say that because right before kickoff, probably like 20 minutes before kickoff, I told my wife, I'm like, I don't have any Bills beer in the oh, house. See? And, <laughs> it's both right? of us. And she goes, and she, we, we were going over to my in-laws to watch it, and um, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to drop you off. I'm going to go to the store. So I went and I bought Pills Mafia from Thin Man okay. and, ta- and Tailgate Time from Ellicottville, Bo- uh, two beers we've talked about many times on yeah. the podcast. But you had some. I did indeed, and I ended up uh, drinking way too much. Okay. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> That happens. Well, especially... I drank. I drank way too little, so we averaged. Out. Ah, yeah, we did. That's all that matters. I went through that entire game sober. In fact, oh, this sounds boy. terrible to say this, but I, I was talking to one of my friends afterwards, and I said, "This is the most sober. I mean, because zero beer. This of is the most sober I've been for a Bills game in like three years. Because <laughs> like, I'm not drinking to excess. Right. Again, sometimes I am, but you know, most Bills games I'm not, and this one. I had zero beer. I had zero beer to numb that one. I'm not sure how you did that. It was I drank I, I drank way too much to numb myself from what I watched. Okay. I'm going to be honest, and this this is all, all gushy here. My <laughs> my daughter did really well in the gymnastics competition. Good. And it was it was nice to turn off the game because a bunch of us had it on our phones. Oh yeah. And it was midway through the fourth quarter, and I turned off the game, and it was the awards ceremony, and she did really well, and it I felt better. Like went home. It was a really nice good. It was a good, good. day, right? Well, that's good. Yep. You weren't so, you were you weren't uh, wallowing in it like the rest of us. I got I got a good night out of it. So also this weekend. Uh, the El Duterino Coffee IPA beer release, which is the 2022 winner of the Dude's Homebrew Competition, which I've I've done a couple of times. I did not do this year, um, which is obviously the only reason why Brian and Lori Meyer won this one, <laughs> which is a joke because I've never won the competition. Uh, but Scott has, right? Yes, he did. He won, uh, what is this? Yeah, was- I think he... 2020 oh i don't 2021 was it no no it was even earlier was it pre-pandemic oh, it might have been 2019 man you would you would think i would know that but he I did the white not. russian beer yeah he brewed uh he brewed a kalua inspired uh, white russian like a white russian uh white stout well this one is a coffee ipa from brian and Lori meyer maybe mayor i'm sorry i'm sorry brian and Lori. For getting that one mix, mixed up. Yeah, we apologize. Um, so El Duterino Coffee IPA this weekend. Uh, the It says the first pint of El Duterino is on the house. What does that mean? I would imagine that the first pint you order is free. All right. So it says on, on let's see, January 28th, which is Sunday, right? No, no Saturday. Saturday. Excuse me, Saturday. Don't listen to what I'm saying. So Saturday, <laughs> even though they're listening to the podcast, yep, to don't listen you. to the podcast. Don't listen to this. <laughs> at noon, don't listen. Don't listen to Scott say that at noon on <laughs> at noon on Saturday. Uh, the beer comes from the mines and brew kettles of home brewers Brian and Lori Mayer. 
The first pint of El Dudorino is on the house, and $1 from every pint and $2 from every four-pack sold goes to the Dude Hates Cancer and Blood Cancer Research. That's also on draft and four-pack cans to go. So I'm hoping to get some cans of this one. Yeah, if there's anything, there's nothing There's nothing I like writing about more than craft beer for a good cause, right? Yep. I mean, I've said that many times, and any any chance I can get to write about it, I will. And this is one of them. So you're not special enough to to have tried this yet, right? Or are I you? have I have not had this. Okay, I'm sure so so we're not special enough. If if I made some inroads for us, we could have, but no, I have not. All right, because it's a coffee IPA, which sounds awesome. Which, yeah, I don't think I've ever. I don't think I could say I've ever had a coffee IPA. I probably had, but like we've said before, I would have to look back at it on tap because my right? memory is a little fuzzy. Yep, <laughs> I always tell people, I'm sorry, I don't remember. I drink. <laughs> um, it's a beer podcast. My, We're not going to uh, remember everything. My my wife's family likes they like to play this game, which I love playing this game. Uh-huh. They like they like to play this game where they go out of their way to try to buy me beer that I haven't had before. Oh, nice! And oh, I love e- that game. How yes. do I convince my family to play that game? <laughs> and they do look at. They even go so far as to look at my untapped feed. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? And I, I love, I love being the 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 recipient of the of the player of this game. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, w- I would even be like, oh no, I've never had this one. What is this? Sticky trees? Nope, <laughs> never had this one before. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, like a, a six pack of fresh Haberner? I've never heard of this right? beer. Keep going. <laughs> um, and that is Saturday. <laughs> the El Dorino. Again, I don't know if I've ever had a coffee IPA. I'm excited to 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 see what that tastes like because obviously this won this won the competition. Um, every year at Resurgence and look for it, please. Every year there is the Dudes Homebrew Competition. It's a Big Lebowski themed uh, beer competition, and uh, local homebrewers will compete. It's usually what in the summer. Usually in the summer. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was the. That was the one I made the Pop Rocks Berliner Weiss for, I think. That sounds good. Yeah, the idea was a Berliner Weiss, and I talked to Drew Harden for that, and you, you should check that podcast out, because he talked talk me through a kettle sour. It was great. Okay. So I made a kettle sour Berliner Weiss, and those are typically sweetened with either a syrup, like a woodruff syrup, or a raspberry syrup, or, or something to sweeten it. And I thought, what if we did Pop Rocks to sweeten that? And I always, I always credit Chris Herr for that one. I don't think he, uh, I don't think he remembers giving me that idea, but it was totally his idea <laughs> on this podcast. And uh. I did not come in first. That's okay. I don't remember who won that year. But I'm going to pretend it's it's a serious brewer now, somebody who's who's got their own brewery. So so let me take let me take this moment here to ask where where are you with this with your Hayburner clone? I haven't tried it yet. Oh, uh, okay. We got to have we got to have somebody on from from Big Ditch to talk about it. Ironically enough, I talked to Matt today about coming on the podcast and he said let him know when. All right. All right. Cuz I'd love to talk like water profiles and such. It's okay. Too, well, maybe, it's maybe, too late maybe, for me. I wonder if maybe we'd want to have 
I guess we could have Matt and Corey on. Yeah, that'd be fun, right? Who was? Um, do you know who was the brains behind Hayburner? Was it Matt and Corey? Was it Matt or Corey? Huh? You would think I would know that. That's been around since. Well, not since the very beginning, right? Almost since the beginning. It wasn't one of their long. Almost beers. since the beginning. Yeah. Yep. We should find this out. We should get them on. We're gonna find this out. I like that idea. Yep. I like see, that idea a lot. We should see if they're available next Thursday at nine PM. That's if you don't send the email, I will. <laughs> I'm gonna let them know it's gonna be live too. Oh. Yeah, we're, I don't one, know. I'm not sure if we're gonna be live, but we're we're live, pal. One take, no editing. That's right. That's right. Always record. <laughs> so also this weekend is no, we did that one. We did that one. Oh boy. Let me make sure I got this right. Nope, this is it. Okay. January twenty seventh, Thin Man. That's tomorrow. This is when the podcast is gonna go out. So Thin Man is releasing Myers Creek collab. Collab. Uh Orange Man giveaway. Uh so I'm gonna read a little bit of this first sentence because there's a lot of things going on here that I don't understand. There... Okay. <laughs> okay. On January 27th, Thin Man will release a new collaboration with Myers Creek, Orange Pumps, a crisp, refreshing, and crushable spunded lager. I understand what we're talking about so far. With orange peel, on draft, and in cans to go. Then, on January 28th, the brewery is holding a viewing party and tickets giveaway at their Elmwood location. The The viewing party is, is a Syracuse and Virginia Tech game? Yes. Okay. So, they're releasing Orange Pumps, a refreshing and crushable spunded lager. And spunding is a process where you ferment under pressure and you... Ooh, under pressure. Queen song. Uh, where you ferment under pressure and you you set it to a specific pressure and you let things above that pressure out and you let things below that pressure in. So, two things real quick. Yeah. Under pressure... That's the song that Queen stole the riff from Vanilla Ice. Yeah, no, opposite. Okay, but you okay. Know. Oh, yeah. I, had, I had that wrong. Okay, you had that opposite. <laughs> Second, you just you explained that you explained that much better in layman's terms. I had Rudy Watkins, the head brewer of the the head brewer from Thin Man, explain yeah. to me what a Splendid Lager was when they first released one. <laughs> he went on for like forty minutes, and I was just completely lost. Yeah, when you when you're spunding, you are you are fermenting under pressure. And uh, no, but I'm saying you 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 explained it in a much more compact way. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, you don't want to explode your fermenter, so once well, it reaches a certain pressure, you want that to release. But everything underneath, you want to keep in so that you can hopefully naturally carbonate your beer as it ferments. And if you do that, if you spund your lagers, you should be able to prevent all sorts of off flavors by fermenting under pressure. I can't keep saying under pressure. It just <laughs> puts the song in my head. You need like a you, you need like a prompt, like a button to hit I and the should. song the song comes up. If we want to get shut down, as was yeah, gonna we, happen. We don't need to get hit with a C and D. Yeah, let's not let's not do that. Nope. So Thin Man is going to air the Syracuse and Virginia Tech game. Why? Why are they doing this? Because 
just because we're in New York? They were doing uh they have been doing events in Syracuse. Oh, they just launched in Syracuse. I'm okay. Sorry. Gotcha. So and they have been they have been doing events uh and like to beer tastings throughout uh, around Syracuse for the past couple of weeks, I think. Uh if I nice. if I have that right. So yeah, this is this is kind of the culmination of it with the collab with Myers Creek and then the viewing party and they're giving away tickets to a game. Yeah. Uh the game is the February eighteenth game, Syracuse versus Duke. Ooh, section one twenty two row AA. That sounds yeah. That sounds impressive. Those sound like good tickets. Right. And for every pour of orange pumps, you get a ticket. Winner will be chosen by raffle. I really want to get down there. I'm hoping I can get down there this weekend to get this beer because I mean, any chance I get to buy a new lager, I'm in. But yeah. this this one sounds good. Plus most of what I've had from Myers Creek has been really good. Right. And would you be excited to go see a Syracuse game? Yeah, why not? Right? Yeah, for sure. Why not feels like the right answer. I'm not a basketball person. I'm sorry. I've seen uh I've seen one basketball game in an NBA game. It was the nice. we were in we were in Sacramento visiting my wife's family and we watched we saw the Kings and the Dallas Mavericks. And it was actually a lot of fun. I'm not I'm not the biggest basketball fan either, but it was a lot of fun live. All right. I'm in. I think the last time I watched a basketball game, a full basketball game, was when I was in high school, and I was the announcer for all of oh, the basketball boy. games. Okay, you, you you imagine I would be that person, right? <laughs> I could see you as a sports announcer. You you have a good voice. I was totally but, that person. But I could see I see you more as like a baseball announcer. Okay, I dig. Um, there were basketball days. You know, I've I've done. Uh, basketball, football, um, volleyball. Man, I don't remember. It was what <laughs> I was in high school twenty something years ago. Um, but I would bring in my my keyboard and play the organ sounds. Bum 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 bum. I would play all the stuff and and do the talking. I actually got myself a varsity letter out of pity. I'm pretty sure wow. it was pity. But I got myself a varsity letter for announcing so many games. Is it like the same kind of like letter they give to like the water boy? Yes. Oh. It was the same pity varsity letter. Oh. That they give to the people who aren't on the team but do stuff. What did you what now now the, the real question is, what did you do with it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> did did you did you wear it? Did you wear it proudly? I did not, no. Okay. It's All in right. a box somewhere. I feel bad. <laughs> I didn't feel bad until right now. No, it's like you said. We yep. were we we went to high school like over two decades ago. So you it was over two decades. Yeah, you ago. don't have to worry about stuff like that. <laughs> yep, I announced all sorts of games. It was fun. That sounds fun, right? I got to do all my announcer stuff because I used to think I wanted to go into radio, and then nope, did not. Um, Doppelbach. Doppelbach release party at Hofbrau House. Yeah, and how about this? A Hofbrau House event that I wrote about a week ahead of time, so we're not recording when it's actually happening. (laughs) 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 When I was writing this article, Scott, I specifically thought of you because I always feel like we slight Hofbrau House because we always, I write about the event and then we talk about it on the podcast while the event is happening. I thought about that. Like, don't they ever send you guys stuff like (laughs) pre when it happens? Well, they usually uh, Scott Schuler, who's their head brewer, mm-hmm. uh, he 
he sends me he'll he'll send me like uh brew sheets and beer specs like tech sheets for the beer so so i have tasting notes but a lot of their beer i've had so i know from reviews and stuff i've written but he's good about sending me stuff the biggest takeaway i'm taking from this article is their phone number is 939 beer yeah, you know, it's funny. I write that every time I write uh, about a Hofbrauhaus keg tapping for the Buffalo Beer Buzz, I always put the number in, and this is the first week I noticed that. Yeah, 939 Beer, that's amazing that they got that. By the way, you can find this podcast at, at buffalo.beer, by the way. Uh, so they're tapping their Doppelbach on February 2nd at 6 p.m., uh, they will be joined by celebrity keg tappers from Habitat for Humanity Buffalo. That's that's nice. Yeah, they're uh, Stephanie Lawson. We've worked with Stephanie Lawson over there. I think she's their communications director. Mm-hmm. We've worked with her for a number of years. Back to like going back, even when we worked with the uh, you and I worked with right. the Buffalo Niagara Brewers Association. Uh, we worked with Stephanie for a couple of years now. She's she's good people. They they they're all they're all good over there. Excellent. I mean they. They literally build a house every year paid for by people who buy craft their craft brew cards. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, you, you literally, you buy one of those, you drink a local beer and somebody gets a house. I mean, you literally can't ask for anything better than that. And that's not their only house a year. That's, that's the beer house. That's just, that's the house that beer built. Exactly. The house that beer built. Uh, and there will be music by the Auslanders. Always a good time. Um, legendary dare i say legendary german band i i would be okay with you saying that legendary german band has been around since uh 74 is what i'm seeing here in buffalo um stein club members will receive a full liter of their doppelbach guests will receive a complimentary uh, uh one-third liter Where's all this free beer coming from? I didn't think you were allowed to do that. <laughs> Apparently they do. Apparently, right? A couple of them. I've been on the receiving end of, of, of a few of those free beers. All right. All right. Uh, big story here, February 5th. Only a big story because we're going to be there. And I didn't mention the fact that we're, we will be there roaming, uh, roaming around recording at, a podcast. At New York Beer Project. For the fourth annual Brewers Invitational. And it says fourth annual, but the last time I was there was like five years ago. Well, okay. It's semantics, right? Right. I mean, because of the know, pandemic. It, plus, it was it was the Buffalo Niagara Brewers Invitational. Then it became the Brewers Invitational. Okay. So, it's semantics. All right. All right. Tickets are still available at eventbrite.com. For the uh, fourth annual Brewers Invitational with the $50 VIP ticket. Did you go for the VIP? I did. All right. Yeah, me too. All right. So uh, February 5th at New York Beer Project. Uh, It says a limited amount of tickets still. Yeah. That's what I was told. And it says the participating brewery list has been announced, which includes Froth, Brazen, Big Ditch, Wandering Gypsy, Brightsmith, Beltline, West Shore, Spotted Octopus, Illumination, Meadery, Community Beer Works, and more. So of the ones that you listed there, the last time I went to the Brewers Invitational at New York Beer Project. <laughs> um, You're about to date yourself, aren't you? Yes. One, <laughs> two, 
three of those were breweries back wow. the last brewer, Brewer's Invitational I was at. They were Big Ditch, West Shore, and Community Beer Works. And CBW, yeah. <laughs> yep. Those were the three. Uh, I remember, I think it was West Shore who had the... Uh, I'm Polish, and I, I can't think of the word. <laughs> but the, the Polish donut uh, stout. Sacky? Oh! I can't pronounce Puch- it. Puchki? Yeah. That was West Shore was making a, a donut stout. Um, they've made a few they've made a few uh they, they made a Bavarian cream donut stout. They made a few donut themed beers. Alright. I remember I remember being thrilled, actually very excited, very happy about the uh, blueberry sour that I had from uh Rusty Nickel that day. Uh and him saying that there was blueberries in the keg and it was still changing as it was going. <laughs> and I hit it at the right spot because it was ah. phenomenal. Um, yeah, I don't remember much else from that day. <laughs> but I'll be driving this time, so I'll remember a lot more. So the festival, you can find tickets. If you go to buffalobeerleague.com and check out the Buffalo Beer Buzz from this week, you it's one of the last things. Actually, it is the literal last thing in the article is the link to so the eventbrites.com. So this weekend, uh, the reason the reason I have the event included this week is because they did announce the full uh, participating brewery list, cidery and meadery list, of course. And I will have that full list posted this weekend at the website along with uh, the beer list. The full, the complete beer list oh, for the nice. event that that should be up uh, at buffalobeerleague.com this weekend. Do they send you that individually, or or is New York Beer Project providing you that? No, New York Beer Project will uh, will provide me that. Their uh, their social media and marketing team, they're 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 really good over there. Yeah, they're they're pretty pretty on top of stuff. Yeah, uh, you got New York Beer Project, Froth Brazen, uh, Til out of what Lily Bell. Uh, Big Ditch Resurgence, Wandering Gypsy out of Jamestown, right? They're still out of Jamestown. Wandering Gypsy is in uh, Wilson. Wilson, my bad, my bad. Uh, Riverworks, 42 North, OFW, Lily Bell, Eli Fish, Brightsmith, Beltline, 12 Gates, Brickyard, Flying Bison, Pressure Drop, Woodcock, Clarksburg, Blackbird, West Shore, Spotted Octopus, and Illumination. It is, it's, it's a local one. I like this. And if you go to... Uh... If you go to the Buffalo Beer Buzz, you click on the Eventbrite link to buy tickets. The full list, if you want to see it right now, click the link, and they have the full list right on the Eventbrite page. Nice. All right. What did I miss? Did I miss anything? No, you nailed it. All right. See, uh, that's that's what I like to hear. Yep. You're a pros, you're, you are a pro's pro. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> All right. So listen to us next week, too. Uh, knock on wood, we're going to be here next week too. Uh, we're going to try to go live, I think. We'll see. And, yeah, that'll uh, be an experiment. Right? Until then, it's the Rearview Ramblers, which, again, I'm not sure if they still exist. You don't have to say that every week, Scott. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say stuff. <laughs> well, we need to, if they don't exist, we need to get a reunion concert and then do a live podcast. Oh, I like it. And uh, we'll see you on buffalobeerleague.com. Uh, you can find it at buffalobeerleague.com. You can find it at 
buffalo.beer. Uh, you can find it at wnybrews.com. They all go to the same place. So uh, have a wonderful evening, everyone. Thank you for listening. done recording